0: To another episode of the International You Podcast. Before we start, let me talk a little bit about the podcast. So, the International You Podcast is going to be a space where different international students, prospective ones, as well as current international students, could get a glimpse of the life of international students in the US or abroad. This week, I am joined by my very dear friend, Manavi. Welcome to the show, Manavi. Thank you so much for having me, Ruth. I'm
1: so excited I get to do this with you today.
0: Oh, I'm so excited as well. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad that you had this platform made uh, for
1: all the international students.
0: It's so helpful. Honestly, sharing stories is the best. It's the greatest. Right? I know. And I can't (laughs) wait until we (laughs) delve into our episode. So before we do that, let me talk a little bit about you. So... Manavi is uh, from Calcutta, India. She went to Smith College and majored in economics and she graduated in 2019. She's currently working on her own startup called the Health Nut.
1: Do you want to add more to your bio? Uh, so yeah, I'm working on a plant-based uh, startup called The Health Nut and uh, it's my baby right now. It's very, you know, new and this just happened because I went vegan for a while in, in my city and I realized that there's very few vegan alternatives for, wow. um you know, products here yeah, available that they're not readily available at all. So mm-hmm. I started making my own uh, products for myself and then slowly... You know, it evolved into an idea that I could share it with my community and mm-hmm. then in your business. And now I'm slowly building it up.
0: So, yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that's amazing. I can't believe, yeah. like, you have your own company now. That is so <laughs> ins- inspiring. Like, I thank cannot you. believe that you have it. Like, you know, I'm going to probably, like, share the um the Instagram oh, handle or, like, different kinds of website on the description of this episode. Yeah, so people could go check it out um, oh, and see you. your
1: episode. Yeah.
0: Of course, yeah. Um. So, as the Mm -hmm. title of this episode is dealing with culture shock, Mm -hmm. what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the (laughs) word culture shock? Well, whenever someone asks me, I instantly think
1: of um of that what was that convocation, convocation. Yes, when, yeah. when everybody, right, like that was my first impression mm-hmm. of Smith. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't told what it's going to be like because my orientation leader was like, you know what? I'm not going to give you any information about it. You should just go and see. And then I just mm-hmm. see like my senior sitting in the living room in mm-hmm. like what looks like lingerie. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is new. Yeah. I and especially in India, you don't see anyone sitting in the living room with lingerie
0: on uh, in, in,
1: in a public place. Right. So, yeah.
0: And so like for that sure. was
1: completely shocking for me. And and then I realized that's I mean, it's just a ritual that Smith like everyone uh, just goes shouting towards um, <laughs> the event and it's crazy yeah. it's so much fun like it's a lot of mm-hmm. fun and it's so empowering to see mm-hmm. all these women
0: like marching for you know education yeah. it's crazy I know right yeah. yeah so for some people who might not know what convocation is do you mind explaining it a little bit
1: um I think I will let you do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean honestly so okay so basically at Smith there's this tradition like at the beginning of the academic year where students get together um and it's like the start of the 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 new year right so for school and so we're yeah. commencing onto this new year and there's this whole celebration where everybody in different houses they gather together and uh most people choose um not to wear a lot of clothes and then they go out to this big hall and then the president gives a speech and whatnot but it's like a whole um, tradition that Smith has at the beginning of the year um, to welcome new students and to welcome the um, faculty and staff into the into the new year. And so I'm so happy that you you thought of that as like the segue for us to talk about culture shock because um, I think it's a very um, unique experience as a Smith student that you get because definitely. that is the f- right that is the yeah, first definitely. time you see like different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um and you're trying to like understand like okay yeah. what is happening here right so what and was like the first it. thought
1: yeah yeah that you can, you can see it on the face of an international student like you know that they're they're in shock like you know this is right. something they've never experienced before yeah so you can yeah. just by looking at two people you know which one is what like one is an yeah. international student one's american because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. obvious. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's really surprising. Um, mm-hmm. I remember we all uh, danced to a song, um, from High School Musical. Everyone just started singing.
0: Yeah. In, in
1: in in um sync, it was crazy. It was so yes. much fun, and mm-hmm. we were all uh wearing glitter and had like yeah. different kinds of like uh, activities outside the CC. Yeah. There were like they were like tumble tossers and like what, what do you call that the the the, the the thing that pushed the the you you like it it pushes you forward into the air. What's it called? A catapult type of thing? Wh- which
0: one? I don't remember that. Oh, is it the um? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what it's called. I don't know. And then and there's animals. There's goats
1: and there's rabbits. Yes. And there's, there's sheep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just in shock I'm like I mean I came to college but this is this this like a a farm yeah this is a farm I mean it's quite interesting and there's ice cream and then there's I just you know I'm I never knew that I would be in a space with a professor and um like my peers Mm -hmm. wearing lingerie and having ice cream (laughs) in the same room it was not something I had
0: ever imagined yeah yeah I'm I'm so thank you for sharing that because I think unlike you before I went to Smith I knew someone who went there and so Mm -hmm. when I found out that I was going there you know I started asking her oh so you know
1: what are you tradition. know what are the
0: things that you guys do there and then she told yeah. me about this tradition and i was like oh really and then i googled it and i was like oh this is very interesting and then the day of as a first year i remember like you know how we had isp and we were all like part of the same do you remember we were in the same isp we were countries? you were the Ruth, fu- oh. you were the first person like i bonded with at ICE. yeah so, like
1: we had to we had to write things we had to first, yeah. we had two minutes to get to know each other and then for yep. 30 seconds i don't even remember and and then just write that down and then say it in front of everyone in class yep. it was I so remember. nice and you were the first person i you know
0: have been friends with from ethiopia mm-hmm. and that <laughs> you, was yeah for sure and and it was also my first time experiencing like different cultures meeting new, new people yeah. From different yeah. countries, and and I remember. Do you remember like they they made us bring like a photograph from home or like something that like yeah, an item yeah, that yeah, reminded yeah. us okay. of home, and then mm-hmm. we had to write about this. I specifically remember like sitting with you in C D mm-hmm. Hall and we were talking about each other. Do you remember? Yeah. And you remember, awesome. like how um I had my hair straight, but it was cut yes. short, and then people thought I was Indian. Oh my god! <laughs> You're kidding. You know, oh my god I know and then like after a week wow. or two, after I washed my hair people were like what happened to your hair because <laughs> it went back to being curly but um <laughs> but yeah good. it was very interesting and going back to our conversation about you know the first culture shock that um you mm-hmm. experienced being convocation what was the most surprising part of that and why do you think most international students find it um a bit different than what they're mostly used to I think it was
1: all the the um the attire the noise especially Mm. kind of enthusiasm that's even um allowed on a campus you know right Right. at, at schools in um India at least to the one that I went to it was I would say in ways um the discipline was so strict that uh you weren't allowed to create that much noise in Mm -hmm. one space um Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. if it was for you know a very big event right it was heavily monitored and Mm -hmm. I think that was a very big shock it was it felt like I was at a concert honestly I didn't feel like I was at an educational institute
0: (laughs) (laughs) that that was a shock for sure yeah for sure And, and, you know, for some students who um, do not want to participate in those kinds of events, and it's totally fine. Like I, I remember oh, I used course, to go for, course. like, the free t-shirts. And then, mm-hmm. and then do you remember, like, junior year or senior year, they had, like, a photo booth. And you can go yeah. to like, first with your friends and Every, then just go home. Yeah. It right? was amazing. And the CC turned into a disco.
1: Yes, it was, it, it was like a whole party there. It was a part, It was a party. Like I was yeah. the one thing everybody looked forward to every year. Mm-hmm. People painted their
0: faces, wore like yep. costumes. It, was, it yep. was different. It was very yeah. different, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to highlight like the fact that not everybody like participates in these kinds of events mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. feel like you don't want to. There are plenty of people that, that who yeah, are and, from and going. love
1: sure i'm sorry I'm just... no no I, didn't i'm just say, yeah i'm just saying i love um the fact that they give you so much space there too like you know you're 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 given the space to like choose whether or not you want to go or something like that it's not mandatory and even right. if it is mandatory you get the chance to excuse yourself without um much involvement you know you don't have right. to give detailed explanations right to give right. you that much of you know credit Mm-hmm. then you're a mm-hmm. grown woman you know um what's right mm-hmm. yeah
0: exactly exactly well that- thank you for sharing that it just brought yeah. back so many memories now I have like a, I even have the t-shirts until now like the convocation t-shirts do you remember like they yes had, like, I, have all the t-shirts. In I love <laughs> it I love it
1: I oh. wish I'd gotten more t-shirts honestly I think I have four or five from Smith but oh. uh, yeah. but usually everybody used to like um, pack and leave towards the end of especially international yeah. students so I only yeah. had limited space to pack in my suitcase so yeah. I used to discard so many things personally I'm a hoarder so I would me too. Like, collect everything for anywhere. sure like yeah. I would collect especially we had like huge rooms you and I so yeah. I would try to like decorate my room with everything and that, yeah. that was one more shock I would say like you know mm-hmm. like People used to tell me, this is not the size that usually um, students get. So yeah. when I saw my room, I was very pleasantly surprised. I didn't know I would get yeah. such huge rooms because of our jobs. Right, right. Do you want to explain <laughs> what our jobs
0: were? <laughs> and this is not first year. Trust me, this yeah. was not the first year. This is not first year, Fisha. This yeah. was,
1: for me, it was my third year at Wilson. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. a room. Uh, so we were HRs, right? We yeah. started We started as HCA's, which, are, which is uh, a house community advisor. Yep. And uh, their job is to make sure, you know, there's diversity and inclusivity and, you know, awareness <laughs> about these things in the house. And, you know, to create a very nice environment for folks to like live and communicate and, yeah. you know, get along. Yep. So to create a safe space, basically. So that was nice. And uh, because of what we did, we basically was just being warm people and nice people and got paid for being that. (laughs) (laughs) This is another culture shock, honestly. If I tell tell my family, oh, I used to work, uh, you know, uh, every week, uh, 10 hours a week, and I used to create um, organized programs and around Mm -hmm. awareness over here, I don't know how um, that would be considered a real job like you know that would <laughs> yeah. that would be considered something you just do out of the mm-hmm. goodness of your heart like yeah you know, that would be considered something that was volunteering but mm-hmm. it was I, I love the fact that it was actually a job um that yeah. you got paid for and also yeah. got a great room for so why not like I would sign me up
0: <laughs> exactly exactly so. yeah and I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's also part of like our Um, college experience being like heads of residents in our different houses and with that Mm -hmm. comes the responsibility of trying to um, you know mediate between conflicts academic or social and it had a lot of responsibility and we were paid you know full-time But then as like a compensation, we were given (laughs) these like (laughs) really big rooms. And I remember like coming to your room and you coming to my room and we used to have like friends over. Because for me personally, it felt like a huge space for me to occupy by myself. So I always wanted people to come. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. Like you, it, it would get lonely, honestly, in a room that big. Mm-hmm. we said
1: big room so many times i feel like other international students might be like how big was your room you can explain how uh, you can explain it was quite big i had like a living room and a bedroom and a bathroom it was yep. huge it was half the size Same. of the um, entire corridor of the, yeah um, wilder yeah so, it was That's sweet crazy. It, was, <laughs> <laughs> it was nice i, know. Really that, I but, know yeah, yeah
0: i also I I remember that yeah yeah, mm-hmm. what was your uh biggest culture shock that you saw as soon as you it... <sighs> experienced? Well, yeah, I'm trying to remember like my first year. I feel like this whole podcast has been my first year experience, and I think that was that's <laughs> because like it, that you know that first yeah. year has a lot of experiences, good and bad, and mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like the first time you're exposed to a lot of different things. But you know okay. what came to mind right now was do you remember how we used to have like house meetings so the mm-hmm. people who lived in your house you know every week yes. I think we, we used to like meet up and so the first yes. house meeting um i think i already told this story i don't remember but so the, the first house meeting um mm-hmm. so it was me and my roommate and then you know the entire mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. students who lived in our dorm and so we mm-hmm. were asked because um, this is the first time we were meeting um so just introduce yourselves names that you use and your pronouns pronouns. so I was like oh okay and so I listened to other people mind you I listened attentively and then they were like oh (laughs) my name is so and so I use she her pronouns and then they move on right Mm -hmm. and then um, I was sitting next to my roommate and then after her was my turn Mm -hmm. so I was like I think it was because I was nervous, or because I don't know what happened. But then I was like, um, "Hi everyone, my name is Ruth, and I use she/he pronouns." And <laughs> then everybody said that. And then my roommate was like sitting next to me, and she like was nudging me. And she was like, "It's she, her, it's she, her, Ruth." And I was like, "Wait, what did I say?" And then I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." She heard pronouns. And then like that was the first time that I had to introduce myself for using time. my name and pronouns. You know, and,
1: for sure. and how was that
0: for like? You? For for me too.
1: I remember as soon as I uh, got to Smith. Yeah, you're right. The first meeting we ever had with Smith students was a house meeting. right? And um, that's exactly how I found out about the pronouns. And I was so puzzled. I didn't know. I just I think I just mumbled something. Uh, I think I just I just copied what the person next to me was saying I I I don't even know what I said but I'm sure I mean I was clueless I I I I feel like Smith has taught me a lot about uh you know all of these things about pronouns Mm -hmm. about you know the different kinds of accommodations that you should have for different Mm -hmm. kinds of um uh sexualities and different uh yeah, of genders and all of that but right. um, I think before Smith I was very very um, unaware of these things so right. that was a huge
0: part of that culture shock mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for <laughs> sure and you know like it was like after a while because it got like too much like trying to mm-hmm. memorize the pronouns of everybody what I came up with was like a trick it's like just know their names so whatever <laughs> their names is and you just refer to them as their names you don't have to use pronouns <laughs> right because it gets too complicated at times if you're not used to doing that all the time Mm -hmm. especially coming from a culture and a background that that we know where that is not the case like you don't speak like that so um Mm -hmm. it's really helpful like for me it helped me just memorize their name yeah and then for me like if it's monavie i always (laughs) call you monavie i don't have to say she her i just say monavie did this monavie did that and that's it you know Yeah, I mean that's that's
1: really helpful, honestly. <laughs> um, that's uh, and for me, like it's even hard to remember the names. So mm. at first, <laughs> I I, I, I know. across a bunch of um struggles regarding this. But you know, slowly yeah. and steadily, it was a it was a good journey, and I would say mm-hmm. a lot, a lot for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I think like this is probably like the main types of um culture shock that i've experienced do you have like any other stories that come to your mind where um, i would love to tell you about this one time Uh, this was the funniest
1: thing funniest thing i have ever seen in my entire life i woke up at um 8 a.m okay and i was hungry so mm-hmm. I was on my way um, to the dining hall and this was my first year, mind you. And I was, okay. I, uh, I was in King House and I go down and then instead, so I have to turn uh, left for the dining hall and towards the right is the living room. And okay. so as soon as I come down the stairs, I see a, bo- I see a board sign that says yeah. um, Lama in the living room.
0: I okay. was like,
1: excuse me, what does this mean? And I just wanted to make sure that it's not what I think it is. Uh-huh. So I went down to the living room and I <laughs> I don't know what I saw a llama in like the, the animal living room. the animal llama <laughs> in the
0: living room.
1: Wow. I don't even know what went through my mind at the time. I think I was frozen. I was frozen in place. There yeah. was a llama and people, students were petting the llama. And it was a, it was something that they did as a house to de-stress the students. <laughs> yes. That kind, that, remember, that kind yeah. of dedication to <laughs> mental health. Is not mm-hmm. something i've ever been used to mm-hmm. you know they spent 200 dollars of the house fund something around that to bring a llama in to support the students mental health i've mm-hmm. heard of rabbits and goats and sheeps being done in in the in the field outside yeah. the house yeah, yeah. Uh, but I never ever saw a llama in anybody's house, so that was something really shocking.
0: Yeah, no, I I totally, I've never <laughs> seen like a llama inside a Smith house. This is like my first time hearing about it, but I I could just imagine like the shock on your face when you saw the animal there. But you know, one so point funny. that you brought up was the the fact that you know, like I think it was like during finals or like during times where students are very stressed. Um, mm. smith plans like these different types of events yeah. to de-stress um, yeah so one of it Which is so like nice. it is very nice yeah. yeah and one of it is like pet a pet day and yeah. yeah so they bring out like farm animals puppies rabbits like mm-hmm. I remember there was yeah. a pony at some point and you mm-hmm. just go and then you just hold the pets and then it's actually I, I've been there like at every single pet a pet day event because I love puppies and I even have a picture Aww. with one <laughs> And it really does help de-stress, especially for someone who doesn't have a pet in college. But you can have a pet in college as an emotional support animal. Which was another thing that surprised me a lot. Yeah, let's talk about Mm
1: -hmm. that. Yeah, I didn't know that, you know, you're allowed to have emotional support. First of all, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that (laughs) you could have, have an animal and call it, like give it the title, emotional support pet. Like, that was not something I ever, so, for our jobs, we needed to, like, keep a handle on this, make sure that people who have pets are actually needing them for emotional support and not, and you need to, to, like, have certification or proof for that and not uh, just, you know, call any animal. animal. (laughs) But uh, that was really a
0: a different thing that I'd never experienced before. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. And then sometimes, like, telling my friends, like, who did not go to Smith about these kinds of events, and they're like, oh, my God, you guys are too fancy. Like, what is all these things? Exactly! Are- <laughs>
1: exactly! Like, fancy is the right word. Because, honestly, whenever I tell anybody um, in India, any of my friends who went to Indian colleges, they feel like, you know, we had a ball. Like, we had a di- such a different, um, you know experience at smith uh mm-hmm. considering over here it's 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 quite different uh it's more of a just a student run uh, uh thing where the mm-hmm. none of these emotional support animals even their graduation right. is very different from ours mm-hmm. um even the attire like we have to wear um proper graduation robes and right you know we have those ropes around our collars yeah. and all of that but theirs is quite different it's a one hour to two hour affair where they get their degree and they just um, they have their robes and their hats but they're wearing right. Indian attire uh, they're, they're
0: they're
1: they're not wearing dresses mm-hmm. uh, they're wearing saris which right. is which is again uh, a whole different experience mm-hmm. so it's yeah i think the fanciness <laughs> of our our college especially because it was a small college right. is is unparalleled even though i know a lot of international students did complain um sometimes about you know accessibility and mm-hmm. everything that was i personally feel like we got way more than we bargained for at smith mm. yeah yeah let's talk about that yeah yeah for me personally in my experience support was was definitely available when i did ask for it like if i didn't ask for it it was it was hard because it wasn't something that was already there for many international students i would i would say but if i did go and you know rack my brains on uh how to like get that support the school was always there to help or find an alternative at least
0: right right and and i think this is a very nice segue to like our next conversation which is like what was the hardest part about adjusting to college life as an international student? Like in, in regards mm-hmm. to culture shock, because, you know, some of it is, you know, right now, because we've been through it, we've graduated, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's been a lot of yeah. years since these happens. But at the same time, like while you're in it, it could be very difficult to adjust. And, and you know, yeah. some of the experiences that you have may not be as pleasant. Right. So exactly. what was what was the hardest thing for you?
1: uh hardest thing i i would say just in terms of uh, not having my family near me you know whenever we used to get these long weekends or you know uh whenever mountain day came around mountain day was was really special but like whenever we had like long holidays like thanksgiving it wasn't Mm -hmm. something you know i could just fly down to my country for um and students uh who were local could visit their families and that was Mm -hmm. great for them but those were the times where I would you know be homesick or miss um -hmm. my home food and you know all of that so much yeah Uh, and that was not something I could uh easily uh do or like meet my family and 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 just take a flight because it's so expensive exactly I I think that you know just having the feeling of home my first year was was uh hard definitely Mm -hmm. Yeah, and in terms of I would say classes, <laughs> this is funny. Um, for my first year, I didn't know how punctual Americans were.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, if, let's talk it,
1: about that. Yeah, that was like, wasn't that uh new for you? Like, yeah. I, you know, if you tell me you've got to be somewhere, ten a.m. like before Smith, I would be like, okay, if they said ten a.m., they would probably start by ten 5, five, ten or ten. No, Breath. being being on time is late. Like, you gotta yeah, be early. Yeah. And yep. I know that's true for like interviews or, you know, something really important, a job interview or, you know, your right. first day. But I didn't know that was like the regular schedule that was followed mm-hmm. strictly. Yep. And it would be awkward to walk into a class
0: because your professor's already begun and exactly. you're late. I know. Mm-hmm. I remember. This actually reminds me of, this is very funny because I remember doing orientation for international students. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they made it like they stressed the fact that um you know being punctual is very important as a student mm-hmm, exactly start on time you cannot be late mm-hmm. um because i guess like this is also part of culture shock because the culture that we're used to especially in ethiopia for instance like yeah if someone is saying like it's very very common for people to be late to meetings like it's it's part of like our culture now and i really don't mm-hmm. like it it has been like accepted part of our society now mm-hmm. so if you if you decide to meet up with someone at 11 you're probably gonna meet up at 11 30 or 12. Exactly and, like and there's no hot feelings about that because that was like, no exactly like, and selective. then you could see yeah. you could be like oh you know transportation there was traffic and then like <laughs> exactly. oh okay that's fine right and exactly. then there, nobody would would take it um seriously mm-hmm. but then at the same time it's so for me personally as i i do not like being late to things and i don't like it when Mm -hmm. i've made an appointment with someone and they're late Mm -hmm. like i do understand things happen Mm -hmm. but at the same time you could you know you could text ahead of time saying oh this happens i'm gonna be late but here you know what's funny like people so you'd go into like a public transportation and then someone (laughs) would be like so you know where you are right because you're going together and then someone would get a call and they're like oh I'm, I'm there. I'm almost there. But you know you're not. And everybody <laughs> starts laughing. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. That has happened so many times.
1: Oh, my God. Buses are the funniest thing. It's <laughs> Everything is so well-connected. But being on a bus, especially in a small town, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. You get to see so yeah. many things. I've yeah. had,
0: like, students pole dancing on a bus. Oh, my God. Like, the buses between the colleges? The Yeah. Buses? On uh-huh. Halloween, there were oh my uh, two gosh.
1: men, like, shirtless with suspenders on. Oh, my giving God. Giving us a, an entire show. Like, I thought I was <laughs> in Magic Mike XXL. Like, it was crazy. Wow. <laughs> it was so funny. And that was yeah. my first year again. So, I feel like I'd seen everything at that point. It right? Was, it was yeah. Really, it was really mm-hmm. fun and also very shocking.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very shocking. And I think another part of culture shock is... Um, so aside from the from the fact that you you could see like differences between your culture and American culture, but at the same mm-hmm. time you could also see differences between your culture and other international students' cultures, right? And then yeah. that could also be a shock for you because, for instance, um, mm-hmm. so in Ethiopia we eat with our hands, right? And yeah. that's like very common. That's uh, that's how uh-huh. we eat. Uh huh. But then yeah, in India you, too, like, in India yeah. too, right? Yeah. But I didn't know that you know. Be, it's because like you know, I was friends with you mm-hmm. and other Indian friends mm-hmm. that I found out that you, you guys also eat with your hands, and I was like, oh, we also do <laughs> And then that also became a point of connection and friendship. And um, sometimes you find things that you don't expect to find, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what were some of the things that maybe surprised you about other people's cultures?
1: Oh. Uh, so many so many um i other people's cultures hmm. so in what
0: ways are you saying so i'm saying like i'm trying to to maybe like um look at it in a different angle because when when you Mm -hmm. say culture shock it's kind of like understood like it's it's the shock that you get from being in an environment that is different from yeah right but I'm also like trying to to see if if it's Mm -hmm. true like if if you could also experience a shock with someone else's culture but it's not in their country right
1: yeah does that make sense yeah, 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 definitely. I don't know why
0: I'm, like, drawing a blank right now. I'm trying <laughs> to think.
1: But give me some examples. I mean, for
0: instance, it could be food. Like, do you remember International Students' Day? where we Oh, cook- I would. Uh, yeah,
1: I loved that.
0: That was yeah. Yeah. one of my favorite
1: Um, events at Smith like it was the event to look forward to honestly for me because you get Mm -hmm. to cook you get to share your culture through food Mm -hmm. and you get to experience so many other cultures and I think exactly doing that through food is the and do you know Ruth that my favorite cuisine you have no idea after graduation how much Ethiopian food I've consumed (laughs) on a regular basis I am serious. I was uh, in when I, I have traveled a little bit after graduation. I went to Philadelphia, I went to Seattle, mm-hmm. and the first thing I did after landing was yeah. go to Ethiopian restaurant. No and, way. Are you serious? I swear to God, out? there is not a single Ethiopian restaurant in my city, and for 3 years I've been complaining to my oh, brother in the states that I need yeah. I have I have resorted to trying to get teff flour i'm making my own injeras but i have not been able to what
0: are you see- oh my I'm god serious. i'm so
1: proud of you this i have, so happy I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna make it one day and send you a picture and tell you Please do. i love shiro what like that with the injera oh is, my god is something i miss so yeah, much yeah you, you should ask Tanika. Like, Tamika and yeah. I would go almost every week and have Ethiopian mm-hmm. food, like, 30 minutes away from her house. Wow. It was,
0: it's something I amazing. Wow. Well, thank you for telling me that. I could see I've had some influence on
1: you. You have definitely, <laughs> you have no idea. You had such a great influence in terms of Ethiopian food. I used to yeah. look forward to your, um, in, 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 uh, cut in, what's that house? Where uh, you used to like make the Ethiopian food every time, kadrizi. New... I was gonna say cutter, but I was not sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You used to yeah. make that every. I think you made it for two years, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Did we we could. We did. Uh, we did the win a contest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they cooked it and in I the could... other dining halls. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I used to get so excited. That I don't was know.
0: My I know. Is- and and even for me, like, this is so weird to say, but I, so do you remember during ISB? I always go back to ISB, but do you remember no, the orientation for international students? They brought in mm. um, chai, okay? Yes. But at that point, <laughs> I didn't know what chai was. So for- <laughs> yeah, you know, we mix uh, milk and tea with sugar and then we drink it if we want to. But it's not yeah. like very, very common, but, you know, some people do it and I used to do mm-hmm. it too. But then this chai that I tasted, I was, like, in love with it. And then I remember yeah. I remember, I used to make Anushka make it for me because it was so Aww. good. And <laughs> it's like um, so cute. a sharing of cultures as well. Like, you learn about other people's cultures. And then even your it's taste so... buds are going to be very very happy with definitely you. <laughs> definitely and i see so many similarities as
1: well in, in different uh cultures in terms of food like mm-hmm. there's scallion pancakes they taste exactly like paratas and then mm-hmm. there is paratas also in different cultures mm-hmm. that i'd never imagined um right in different like it's it's so interesting to see how similar um different kinds yeah of cultures uh-huh. are exactly, exactly exactly and that yeah. is
0: something I could only experience at Smith, nowhere else. For sure, for sure. And then you could also see like the similarities in, in people's cultures mm-hmm. as well. I just remembered like you know, so they have um chapati, which is like the like Yeah, Chapati. Yeah. It's like none, yeah. almost like none. It's kind of similar. And then mm-hmm. you have, you know, biryani in Indian food and then there's Pilau in, in Kenyan yeah. where you got and there's so.
1: Palau here, too. Which yeah. Is, which is so, yeah, wow. there's Palau here, too. I love it. I love yeah. it. It's got, like, similar names as well. Like,
0: That's so, so interesting. I didn't yeah. even know that. So, um, <laughs> talking about, like, you know, culture shock, um, another question that I wanted to ask you was, um, mm-hmm. so I guess for someone who is going maybe to the U.S. for the first time, um, what are some of the things that they should be mindful of or look out for? I would say, like, stereotypes
1: in general for a mm-hmm. different culture. Like, stereotyping mm-hmm. is something, I think, may easily offend any um, culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, preconceived notions of how people from specific countries are. Uh, right. For For example, I had. I mean... I'm not going to name names but I had this professor once tell me oh you're from India you but you speak but you speak such good english but and yeah. I, was, mm-hmm. I was a little like wow uh, <laughs> you you're a professor at the college i grew yeah. to and uh, i did not expect this i mean i've been schooled in english since i was a child it was the primary mode of education yeah. primary language used uh, yeah. in my school and throughout my um, growing years even at yeah. home yeah. we talk in English mostly and we were <laughs> colonized so of course I mean that's something <laughs> yeah. like that's not my fault but thank so. you for uh, acknowledging the fact that I, I know that language yeah uh, so that was something I feel um, people should be aware of I mean mm-hmm. that's basic right yeah. Today English for sure. is the most common language in the world. Yeah. So it's not surprising if anybody else knows that. So it shouldn't be, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And like, I also agree with that because like, I used to always get those kinds of comments yeah. like so much to the point where I had to devise an answer. So I used mm-hmm. to say, Oh so they used to always be like, Oh my god, I can't believe you're from Ethiopia and you speak such good English. And <laughs> I was like, Oh, um, thank you. And then yeah. at some point like that still did not seem to satisfy the <laughs> quest to know like what how I, I came to like speak such good English. And so I started saying it's because oh, it's because I had good teachers. But in reality, <laughs> that wasn't the case. But it just seemed, oh. it seemed like such a great answer, you know? <laughs> I used to get I that love <laughs>
1: It's like they need they need to know like what the secret is like. It's not Mm -hmm. possible. I mean, you're special if you know.
0: Yeah. It's not special to know English. Excuse me. Yeah. But then they find it so hard to be. And I also remember specifically there was this one person who was like, "Um, "Do you know Mindy Kaling from The Office? Oh my gosh, you sound exactly like her. Yeah. Did you grow up watching her show? And I mind you, I have never watched The Office at (laughs) all. Same. And I was like, who's Mindy Kaling? That the oh guy like, God. oh, never mind.
1: I swear to God, so many stereotypes. Yeah. Like, can't even tell you how many times that mm-hmm. has been the topic of conversation. And, exactly. you know, when I was new at Smith, even something, I was aware that could, like, it's, it's, it's a microaggression or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't aware of these terms mm-hmm. being something uh, that's even, uh, you know a thing yeah. like i i didn't know that these were uh things you had to look out for i thought that was just right. somebody making conversation with me and i was like oh right. it's 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 interesting that you said that it's different but i didn't uh instantly get offended you know right. i would it, i would mull over it in my head and then when i started talking about this more and more and getting more aware mm-hmm. about these things, i realized how you know cultural appropriation and mm-hmm. all of that a mm-hmm. uh, huge a huge problem but yeah. That was very very new to me as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. There are a lot of things that you um you have to get used to, I guess. And yeah. it's almost that as if um because that's your life now, right? Your parents are not that's there. The your Definitely. you know, your close friends are not there, and so mm-hmm. you're just there in like a bubble in a new environment yeah. and you're trying to to just, you know, get on with your day and exactly.
1: Um, it's just I, figure I out yeah.
0: yeah. No, you it's, go. it's
1: funny. No, mm-hmm. uh, no, you're right. It's funny how, you know, these things uh, become a part of your daily uh, job like you. I feel like at Smith, people were overly cautious as well. They were yeah. so cautious of not making a mistake because there was a yeah. huge culture around being very politically correct. Yeah. And I think people used to stop themselves for, from even mm-hmm. having their opinion um, voiced. A lot right. of the time because they were right. afraid of being snubbed down, um, Exactly. even though like as, as HRs, we would promote, you know, calling in versus calling out and all of that, right. Right. Um, which is, again, a very new thing because um, I've never uh, even been, you know, had to sit down and been taught these um, terms in right. the first place. like action power in action and all of that like that was Mm -hmm. very new to me Mm -hmm. and it was a very good experience but um yeah these are the things that
0: what was i saying (laughs) (laughs) no we were just talking about how how because i i actually really um appreciate the fact that you brought up um how people um try to be politically correct but then at the same time and you know in trying not to offend someone yeah. whatever they're saying it doesn't make sense right? it doesn't make
1: sense I and mean, yeah. you don't put their opinion forward it's like you're going with the hood you yeah you don't exactly don't have a
0: voice yeah so I think if you like genuinely are you know curious about someone else's culture and you really want to get to know them mm-hmm. be friends with them try to ask questions as a friend exactly so then it doesn't yeah. come off as an unsolicited you know or unwanted right. kind of question
1: right like you don't want to you you want to be uh talking in a safe space where you can share your ideas and even if you have questions like knowing how to like um just explain yourself in a way that is not um an attack
0: right? people you know being able to
1: make conversations And know that if the other person is saying something offensive, it might be coming out of a place of ignorance
0: rather than, you know, um, purposely trying to attack. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's also something, like, you learn as a national student. I think years also go by. You get used to um, encountering people like that and then you learn Mm -hmm. how to navigate it. Like, you know, sometimes you choose to answer those kinds of questions. But then other times you could choose not to and that's completely fine right
1: yeah for sure like learn how to say no as well like you don't have to Mm -hmm. um you know be everywhere and say everything or answer every question you're allowed to you know Mm -hmm. choose to be by yourself or not give so
0: much of yourself in in some sort of a debate yeah Mm -hmm. exactly exactly you have to choose your battles right because you can't fight every single fight Um, exactly yeah, and then this just came to my mind. I was just thinking, have you noticed how um cuz I wanted to ask you your experience like as an international student at Smith mm-hmm. um and in college, did you find it difficult to um become friends with the domestic students? Um and did you see like a common pattern of international students tending to stick together and not really mingling with with the domestic or American students?
1: That's such a great um question uh like honestly there was I would definitely say there was that kind of a atmosphere where you know you feel uh like you're more in touch with your own culture like someone who's had the same experience as you so you would naturally gravitate towards someone who's from an international background because you know you're both sort of new here and you're both you know learning new things and experiencing new um uh things over there and Mm -hmm. I think I personally had more international students and I've seen um, other international students also be friends with more of an international uh, cohort rather than a domestic one Mm -hmm. although there were Mm -hmm. like I personally do have like uh, domestic friends as well but I would say the majority is uh, diverse
0: right right the majority of the friends that I had were like diverse right right and I just asked you that question because even for me personally I think um this is also part of culture shock because Mm -hmm. for instance let's say we're in a classroom right and then you get Mm -hmm. to do like a group assignment with someone um,
1: yeah
0: who's uh you know who's from the U.S. and then Mm -hmm. after that class is over you know you walk to class or during campus and then you're like oh hi how are you but then, like, sometimes, like, after that class is over, you're just acquaintances. You're not friends. And so, oh, yeah. I did not know, like, it stopped when the class yeah. ended, you know. So that was also my, <laughs> my, my shock yes, as well. It. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, I, I feel like that's very true. Over there, the first thing you say to someone is, hey, how are you? Even though that person is probably not very interested in your day, that's yeah. just something they say. So, exactly yeah i think choosing your friends wisely there mm-hmm. is something
0: I've yeah yeah there, so. right yeah. yeah yeah and this this is also like such a great segue to the question i wanted to ask you which is like how did you build your own community at smith and and how did that help you deal with culture lo- culture shock like how did you mm-hmm. find your people i
1: think i personally um build friendships while working together on something Mm -hmm. like be it in a class or be it in an extracurricular activity or even like in um, a project for example Mm -hmm. so most of my friends were through different forms of activities Mm -hmm. so that's how I built a community I joined a club where Mm -hmm. I actually made a lot of friends and that was that was Mm -hmm. was, uh, a South Asian organization so I think I found my Mm -hmm. people there definitely I mean, clubs definitely help, like, mm-hmm. a lot in terms mm-hmm. of building your own uh, circle at Smith. Right,
0: mm-hmm. right. And I also agree with that because um, even for me personally, from from what I remember from college, I think the the friends that I met were not only from the classroom, it was the events I went to, it was the clubs that I joined, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was the, mm-hmm. you know, the things that I decided to do outside of class that really, mm-hmm. you know, uh, made that bond Um, really form and and we're still connected to this day and we're still friends and this just goes to show how how really crucial it is to have those kinds of friendships in college because whenever you're having a hard time um it's the friends that you have exactly it's the friends you have around you um Mm -hmm. that you can turn to Um, uh and then you know when someone's birthday and then we go out and then we give each other gifts and i still have like all the cards and the gifts that i received from you guys and it just makes you feel like you know you're part of a community and that you're really? not alone even though you're not alone. you are <laughs> <laughs> no
1: no no no. definitely it's especially like your birthdays Ruth we would always yeah. go to the ice cream parlor I know, and that was something yeah. that was so so memorable to yeah. me I and mean. they and I love that you know we were in a small town small enough that whenever mm-hmm. it's a birthday you could go to yeah. and get a free scoop of ice cream how even amazing though, like, is that yeah that's amazing it feels special even though it's a tiny mm-hmm. ice cream
0: I feel <laughs> like you know you have a town that supports you yeah exactly I, I used to remember like how we used to go with our passports to prove that you know today is our birthday because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we didn't have an American
1: ID <laughs> exactly
0: exactly it's and so then they're funny. like oh okay but then there, there were some people who were trying to, you know, get like more ice creams in a year. <laughs> but <that's, laughs> yeah, because really they
1: had different IDs. That's at different. Yep, different... <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> funny. Yeah. Oh my god! And I think one thing that's really funny, and I'm sure like every international student or every person of color has probably taken advantage of once in their lifetime, is when your ID when you use somebody else's id but they don't know that because they cannot (laughs) identify from your face that you
0: are probably not this person just because of the color of your skin yeah oh my god this just just randomly came to mind (laughs) so as you remember we weren't that many like Ethiopian sets so it was just like a few yeah and so one time I was in the dining hall and this, mind you, so you know, in the quad, I don't usually go there unless there's like good food. <laughs> but then this one time, I went there because That's there so was Indian food. <laughs> yeah, because it's like all the way
1: in the It's very of far.
0: Basement. Exactly, but they had they had samosas, and I was like, oh my god, finally some good food. And so I went there, and Costco. I was yes, and I was literally in line, and this girl comes up to me, and she's like, um okay so i finished all the laboratory assignments so i'm gonna email you um and i was like mind you i don't know this girl and i'm not taking any laboratory classes and i immediately knew that she had mistaken me with another utopian on campus but then i just kept her going like i didn't interrupt her and then she kept on telling me about the assignment and when we're gonna meet up and then i was like after she's done um I'm sorry but I don't think I'm the person you think I am. And she's like, oh. "Aren't you so and so?" And I was like, "No, that's not me." And then she got, she was oh so shocked God. and she was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And then she left. But then oh like I could, I can like kind of understand because we look kind of similar. Yeah. Because we're literally the only ones there. That's, but at the same time, no. like if, still, if there like, are like, I friends.
1: I feel like I've I, I agree with that experience. Like that is something. <laughs> like, Have you been mistaken not... for another <laughs> Indian? Oh my god, so many times. <laughs> but I think people would I think it's probably because um me and Anushka were always in pairs. Also yeah. like people would yeah, call yeah. me Anushka or call her Manavi or something like that. Definitely yeah. happened. For um, sure. That's something yeah, that's like a you know part of uh I would say being an international student as mm-hmm. well. Like it's mm-hmm. a huge part of being a person yeah. of color too. Like you just get mistaken for someone else for <laughs> no reason for no reason at and all you, and you know what you don't even sometimes it happens with people who don't even look like you like not not even one percent And you're you too. like in what world
0: <laughs> did you imagine that I this know. girl looks like me i know but that's also part of culture shock like if, you, if you've never been mistaken for someone else trust me you're gonna be yeah. surprised um but um, I think this has been like such a wonderful conversation. And as we're oh, ending our conversation on culture shock, <laughs> do you have any advice for prospective international students, for current international mm-hmm. students who are currently going through culture shock? Oh, um, I would, uh, that's a tough one.
1: I would say, you know, just have an open mind. Mm-hmm. Know that you're going to be in a space full of, uh, different cultures so be open to experiencing that and learning from that rather than judging something immediately just because you're not used to it or you're you know you've never seen that before right just listening more at first mm-hmm. would be the biggest advice because I know a lot of people are very eager uh, and they're very excited but they end up making a few mistakes that they probably wouldn't make if they were listening actively rather than <laughs> trying to put in their would. right
0: yeah. right yeah no I totally agree with that um I, I I I also believe that you know you're trying to um fit in into this kind of environment mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. at first you want to to you know draw a connection with someone new that you're meeting right so when yeah. they're talking you have this urge to talk about your own story and to talk mm-hmm. about oh you know I remember that movie oh I did this too I did that too But then you miss out listening to the whole story of the other person. And I really appreciate the fact that you brought up, um, you know, actively listening and being open minded can tremendously help you um, deal with culture shock
1: oh that's you're so nice sweet, Ruth like you're so <laughs> sweet like it's I love it I
0: love it
1: it was so smooth I feel like yeah. I was just talking to you
0: exactly me. exactly and I, I also want, wanted to say like you're one of the most understanding people ever like you're Aww, very you're eager and you're very supportive and you're such a great friend and Um, You're such
1: a great (laughs) one.
0: I'm I'm so glad that I've seen you after so long
1: that we actually just I just I I know
0: (laughs) thank you. Thank you so much. And I love your
1: podcast, all the love and support from me. Like this is just take this forward and make like you know, this is gonna go so far. I'm gonna share it with everyone. I know I have shared it with most
0: of my international.
1: I, so, I know.
0: So, Thank you. Thank you so much for the support. It means a lot to me. Um, is there any last thing that you want to say before I end?
1: Please come to Calcutta. <laughs> come to Kolkata and, and have a very, very good time with me. And going will show you around. This. And we you're gonna learn more about me and my culture, and I'll learn more about you. And we're gonna have a good food journey because I know like yes. you and I you know, we love Anushka food. too, like we love food. I know. For i sure. used to go like, to, I remember we went to uh what was that thai restaurant
0: yes you, thai, yeah. garden.
1: <laughs> thai garden thai <laughs> garden this one time and it was so yeah. much fun i think kirtana was also there
0: yeah uh, a lot of our friends were there me, like, yeah we had yeah, this like tradition so do you remember fun. at the end of the semester we used to all go out oh yeah. 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 yeah that it was, was really so funny. much fun
1: yeah oh, you should, and you you should, should also. Do that here. you should come to india and we're gonna have an
0: entire tour it's gonna be so much fun. i i would love that um if this covid thing goes away then I why not guess. and you you should also come to ethiopia and then i can show you around
1: yes oh my gosh <laughs> i'm just i'm gonna come there live with you for a few days just oh. for the
0: food yes you know i'm gonna
1: eat so much food made by roots
0: oh you're gonna
1: cook but i try i try i <laughs> try no, I'm sure you are. Please, I've had your food. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> but... for the entire
1: dining hall.
0: That I was, know
1: that was insane. Yeah. I don't know how you had the energy to do that that day.
0: I mean, I wasn't by myself. So for the international students' day, there were other Ethiopians also, and we cooked mm-hmm. together. So okay, it wasn't really wow. by myself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Little
1: group too, like
0: yeah. Fun. Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Monavi, for thank this amazing you. conversation. I'm very happy that we finally did it. Um, Me and too. so, so yeah. Do you want to say something? No, no, no. I was just saying, I'm really happy to. Uh-huh. I'm very happy as well, Monabee. So as a last, you know, housekeeping um, item, please make sure to go follow the official Instagram page, International. Yes, by right Ruth. now, right now. <laughs> that right is now. L-I-E, and send an email with your questions or concerns about being an international student to Ruth at gmail.com. Thank you again for tuning in today. I hope you have a lovely week ahead of you, and take care of yourselves, everyone. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs> Thank you.